0: Yana, the Standard Bank PMI that we spoke about yesterday, so uh, those numbers released, what did they tell us about the local economy? Uh, Sakina, unfortunately not not good news in terms of, of what the Standard, PMI, Standard Bank PMI is showing. Uh, just to quickly refresh um, the memories of the listeners, this PMI gauge looks at um, activity in the mining, manufacturing, construction, retail and services sectors of the economy, so it offers a nice snapshot of overall economic activity, uh, whereas the manufacturing PMI obviously focuses more on just manufacturing sector activity. And the fact that this index fell to an April 2016 low of 48.5 in September um, suggests that uh, the economy came under renewed pressure in the third quarter, and we are unlikely to see a repeat of the the topside surprise in GDP growth that we saw in in the second quarter um, again in the third quarter. So um, again, it suggests that that while the economy managed to emerge from recession in the second quarter of this year, uh, South Africa is by no means out of the woods yet in terms of economic activity. There are still numerous um, headwinds to to meaningful traction in growth, and um, it's, it's mainly a story of, of domestic factors. Uh, output uh, declined for uh, six months um, in September, and this is as uh, domestic orders uh, saw quite a steep decline, and this offset a marginal increase in export orders. Now, uh, struggling um, private sector businesses in an attempt to keep head above water um, and to cut costs, unfortunately, what they are doing is they are shrinking their workforce, and this is, of course, then a red flag for, for the unemployment rate. And we know that the unemployment rate is already at alarmingly high levels, and the further increase here is just um, it's of grave concern. So on balance, unfortunately, the data points to private sector um, activity, which is still under a significant amount of pressure, as businesses struggle to contain the structural inefficiencies as well as soft domestic demand demand. Um, However, you know, with with the business environment being as weak as it is and an activity being as soft as it is, what it tells us is that um, in the event that we do see inflationary pressures remaining contained in the months to come, we might ultimately still see the Saab implement uh, some more uh, policy loosening, in other words, interest rate cuts. So let's hope that the inflation story plays out the way we expect it to, uh, which could some further interest rate reductions, which might, which might offer some reprieve uh, to um, South African households. Indeed. And yesterday, Yana, we also discussed how the stock market has been doing since twenty, uh, the beginning of 2017. How's the bond market performed over the same period? So, you know, the bond market has, has been performing quite well in 2017. Um, bonds have been on a strengthening trajectory. And given that inverse relationship between the bond price and the bond yield, Uh, we have in fact seen yields falling um, across the entire bond yield curve. Uh, With the front end of the curve, shorter-dated bonds have been outperforming uh, due to the softening inflation environment in South Africa. Now, yesterday we mentioned that international investors have been quite aggressive net sellers of the local stock markets um, to the tune of around 90.5 billion rand. But at the same time, they have been net buyers of bonds. Um, They've they've accumulated bonds to the tune of 68 billion rand um, in 2017 so far. So there's a clear uh, difference between investor sentiment towards stock market and the bond market. And the reason for this is that, um, you know, South Africa still offers very attractive yields or interest rates. In a global environment where major developed market economies have kept their interest rates near, or you know, near zero, or in some cases even offering negative um, interest rates, so South Africa's very attractive yields have sufficed to continue to entice international investors to buy these bonds in order to lock in these more attractive yields. And this has happened despite the fact that um, international investors are quite aware of the risk for South Africa to receive further credit rating downgrades um, in the future. Now, just something to point out is that that foreign ownership of local bonds has now increased to about 50%, and this compares to typical levels of closer to 30 to 40%. Uh, This, although it's it's been positive for the bond market, and we've seen those yields coming off because of the, the bond price increasing, it does pose some risks in the medium term, um, in the event that we do see further credit rating downgrades, as these credit rating downgrades are likely to trigger uh, an outflow um, from foreign investors that will possibly sell these bonds um, if South Africa is downgraded further. And that, in turn, will then, of course... um, See These bond prices come under pressure again, and it will also exert pressure on the rand, given that the foreigners will be selling local bonds, taking the, the rand value of that local bond, and they'll change it into dollars, which means there's a higher demand for dollars, lower demand for rand, and therefore it would be rand negative. So there's still risk for South Africa in the event that we do see further credit rating downgrades. And this just, again, drives home the message of how important it is for National Treasury to really ramp up efforts to, to show to international investors that they are serious about consolidating the fiscal. And coming to today, Yana, what are the main events that market players will be monitoring in the session ahead? On the local front, Akina, there's only one release uh, that the markets will be contending with, and that's the South African Chamber of Commerce and Industry, also known as SACI. Um, they're releasing the Business Confidence Index uh, for September. Now, if we look at, at Business Confidence, it's unfortunately a very, very sad story there. Um, we've seen since, since late in, in 2015, 2015 um, we saw a business sentiment take a massive knock um, when then finance minister Nini was was axed by President Zuma, and since then we've not seen business confidence um, recovering at all. It's remained depressed, and it it fell quite sharply in August, uh, possibly um, it, which was possibly a result of, of yet another motion of no confidence that was brought against the president in in August. And um, although we might see the index rise ever so slightly off those August levels um, in September, um, there's very little to suggest that that business sentiment will will recover significantly in the foreseeable future. And business confidence um, continues to be crippled by both uh, policy uncertainty as well as political uncertainty. And until these issues are addressed, as I mentioned, we don 't see business confidence recovering significantly and then just finally, um, on the international front, something worth noting is that there, there are plenty fed member, Fed members that will be um, delivering comments today, speaking at different events, and of course, the markets are always very sensitive to comments from members of the u s Federal Reserve, given that um, They often um, give clues on on what the Fed's thinking is around U.S. monetary policy, and that, of course, um, has ramifications for the U.S. dollar and also for emerging market currencies like the RAND. So uh, that's what's the main event going on in international markets today.